podcast on the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com. Please listen carefully. Salutations, toppers, and welcome to the Turn of Phrases podcast. I thank you for giving me some of your time today, and I hope this episode finds you well. Today's episode is the last regular episode before Halloween, so we're doing a fear theme. In case you missed out on Twitter, the reason I've changed up the schedule of the show is that I'm pregnant. I didn't want to stop podcasting completely, but the new Tiny Topper has been making his presence known a few various ways, and I can't devote as much time to the show. So I hope the many According To episodes are a good compromise for us all. Anyway, that's all the ado I have for today, so let's face our fears and learn today's phrases, origins, history, and more. Today, I have a few shorter origins to share with you, because I found out a little about several scary phrases. First up is a brief etymology of the word scare. This was originally the Old Norse word skira, spelled S-K-I-R-R-A. This meant anything from to frighten, to shrink from, to shun, to prevent, or to avert. This became the Middle English word skarin spelled S-K-E-R-R-E-N. This word meant fear or dread. This led to the modern-day word of scare we use today. Now that we know how we got the word scare, let's get scared stiff. To be scared stiff means you're so scared you can't move. There's not much to this one, as it's related to our fight, flight, or freeze reaction to a scary situation. If you freeze when scared, it can be hard to move away from the danger, and therefore, you're scared stiff. This became an idiom sometime around the turn of the 20th century, but I couldn't find anything specific about its first use. But since we can actually get scared stiff, I wanted to mention it. Let's continue on now through our scary sayings. Next is scaredy cat meaning a timid or cowardly person. The idea behind this one is pretty simple, as cats are known to be skittish animals. Now, Scaredy Cat itself first shows up in print in 1906, but the beginning of the saying comes from earlier. According to the online etymology dictionary, the slang of frayed cat was popular in 1871, especially with children. This was just a combination of the word cat and an abbreviation of the word afraid. I don't know who said it first or when it was first written down, but it was written down by at least 1897, because we find it in a newspaper that year. Well, supposedly we do. I found several sources that listed the print origin as a May article in a newspaper called The Chronicle, but I couldn't figure out the exact newspaper. 
there were a lot of chronicles in old-timey times. Anyway, here's the quote. I shan't tell you what's his name when we want to play a game. Always thinks that he'll be hurt, soil his jacket in the dirt. Tear his trousers, spoil his hat, Frady Cat, Frady Cat. End quote. As I mentioned, we find the more modern version of Scaredy Cat in 1906 in a book called Billy Bounce. It was by American writer Dudley Brangdon and American illustrator William Denslow. It included, quote, That is Scaredy Cat, and she will never come back. End quote. That's all there is for this one, so let's move on. To scare the living daylights out of someone means to scare someone badly. Before we find out when this saying became a thing, let's look at what a daylight is so we can know how to scare one out of someone. Daylights was an idiom meaning eyes back in the 18th century. This led to people using the living daylights as a way to say someone was awake, as with their eyes open, they could see. By the mid-18th century, people were saying beat the living daylights to refer to a bad beating, especially one that inflicted a lot of damage to or near the eyes. By the 19th century, the connection to the eyes had all but disappeared, but the severity hadn't diminished. Over time, people began using living daylights as an intensifier for being scared as well. I didn't find a first use in print for To Scare the Living Daylights, but I did learn that it was a movie that gave new life to this old-timey times phrase. In 1987, the 15th James Bond film came out, and it was called The Living Daylights. The popularity of the film helped to bring the saying back into popular vernacular. Now let's get even more scared. Let's look now at both being scared half to death and being scared to death. The meaning is that you're scared so much that it feels like you almost died, or that you were so scared it could have killed you. Now, I couldn't really find anything about how the phrase got started, but it's related to the scared stiff idea. When you get frightened, it can cause you to want to run, to want to fight, or to want to freeze. Fear causes a rush of adrenaline, and it makes your heart pound hard and fast. People just took the feeling of being scared enough to feel like they were dying and made it a saying. That's really all there is to it. But, is this really just a feeling, or can you actually be scared to death? The answer is yes. Although it is an extremely rare occurrence, there are reports of people dying from nothing but fear. Well, sort of. For a small number of people, fear has been the trigger to cause death if they already had a medical issue, especially one related to the heart. If someone has a disease that makes them more likely to have a heart attack or stroke, then being scared enough can cause them to have a fatal event. Now, what happens most of the time a person gets extremely scared, even if they do have heart disease, is that they have a panic attack, hyperventilate, feel their heart pounding, or maybe even faint. So they may truly feel like they are dying, but they rarely do. While being scared to death is possible, you're technically more likely to just be scared half to death, or just feel like you could die. 
So, while not impossible to die from fear, most of the time this saying is nothing more than a saying, not a description of actual circumstances. And with that, it's time for today's Familiar Quotation. Toppers, today's Familiar Quotation is from Marie Curie. Here's what she had to say about fear. Quote, Nothing in life is to be feared. It is only to be understood. Now is the time to understand more so that we may fear less. End quote. Thank you, Madam Curie, for giving us today's familiar quotation. All right, toppers, it's time for today's For Better or For Words, Love Advice from Old Timey Times. Remember that this advice is over a hundred years old, and I'm sharing it for entertainment purposes only. Now, let's hear from the ladies first. Don't grumble because his idea of work differs from yours. If he works hard at anything, let him do it in his own way and be satisfied. And now for the men. Don't expect your wife to wait on you hand and foot. She is good for other things than to fetch and carry for you. If you don't exact it, it will give her pleasure to wait on you to a reasonable extent. All right, toppers, that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you for lending me your ears today to turn some phrases. As I always do, I hope you enjoyed the episode and that you learned something along the way. Check out my website, turnofphrases.com, to find out information about the show's social media, for details about the music I use in the show, and much more. Also, check out the show notes for links to the Podfix network and to my merch store. If you had a good time listening, please consider subscribing or leaving a rating and review. Last but not least, if you know someone who'd enjoy the show, please tell them about it to help spread the word. Thanks again for listening to the Turn of Phrases podcast. Researched, written, hosted, and produced by me, Brisky. Until next time, toppers, stay bootiful. Toodaloo! And now... This is... Let me rephrase. This became an idiom sometime around the turn of the 12th... No. Fear was the trigger that caused people who already had a medical issue to die. No, no, no. This was a podcast from the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com.